Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Creative Contact Podcast. My name is Kia Orion. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world that you're here with me, and I appreciate that. I'm just kidding. That's I call that my YouTube energy. We're going to bring that down a notch uh, to, to the Kia's authentic, real energy. This is the podcast for creatives, entrepreneurs, digital nomads, anybody interested and a little bit of life improvement in following along uh, on my journey as I figure this whole thing out. Because it's my podcast in these intros, I always talk a little bit about what's going on with Kia, what's going on in my life. I break it down into different verticals just to keep y'all posted, let my mom know that I am still alive, even though I'm out in Thailand, and as a little audio diary for myself to uh, keep track of my progress and hold myself accountable for projects that I'm working on. So the first thing that is first is personal. Uh, I'm a nomad, so I've been out in Southeast Asia for about the last year and a half. Some change. It's my last month in Chiang Mai, bro. How crazy is that? I still don't believe it. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't believe it's my last month out here. I'm going back home for the holidays to New York. Uh, so I'm really trying to kick it in a high gear because um, I'm not sure when the next time is that I'll be out in Chiang Mai. And this has really been my home away from home for the past almost two years now. Had some time in Vietnam that I loved and some others. But that's my refrigerator turning on, and I want to turn that off. So either way, I'm making the most of it. A lot of the homies have come back. You already know who you are. Please, uh, if we haven't linked up already, hit me up. I would love to connect with you before I bounce, whether it's coffee, juice, dinner, lunch, whatever. Um, trying to politic and maintain those connections with folks. And that's the beautiful thing about being a nomad, I think, is it's a it's a big, small world where even though everybody's off doing their own thing, uh, there's something kind of magical about Chiang Mai in the fall where everybody seems to come back. So it has been pretty cool reconnecting with all y'all uh, that have come back out here. But that is uh, kind of how personal things are looking, gearing up to go back for the holidays, and then I'll be bouncing. So also, if you're in New York or around that East Coast area, I'll be home for a month um, trying to come see a lot of y'all. I'll be spending time in the city and then a little bit um, of time upstate with mom and pop, a little bit of time in Philly. I got to go see what's up my big bro in West Philly. So if you're in those areas, I'm coming for you. I already probably told you I'm coming for you. You thought I was joking, but you know the boy ain't joking. I'm coming for that ass. So I'll be up in East Coast. Uh, mid-December or somewhere in there till early January coming to see y'all. You've been warned. Uh, that's personal. Um, health. If you haven't been following my little health journey, I have been doing a lot of like work workouts and swinging kettlebells, jumping rope on the rooftop, and some big-ass bots moved in and kicked my ass out. So I said, okay, y'all, this can be your rooftop for a little bit. So I've now moved to more cycling and uh, working out in like, I found this dope local park and I'll just go kick it. They have like outdoor, um, like jungle gym and I'll just go get my dips, my pull-ups, single leg squats, all that good stuff. So no excuses, y'all. If you got, if you can get outside, fuck it, if you can't even get outside, you can still do shit. There's also this amazing, I want to talk about this later actually in the health, this seven minute bodyweight workout that's like has all the science behind it on like why is this perfect circuit to do and I've been loving that. So if you're interested, hit me up. Uh, but that is health, uh, fasting 24 hours once a week, been dabbling a lot in intermittent fasting as well, uh, just toying around with that, seeing how I feel, um, energy levels, still hitting it pretty raw vegan, but then going out um, for dinner uh, with folks and, and things are feeling pretty good. Um, but I am ready to get home and eat some of that mom and pop grub for real. Okay, but when it really boils down to it, what I'm stoked to talk to y'all about this 
week's podcast episode is about business and this upcoming shift that I'm jumping into. Uh, this has been, I think, a long time coming, and I've been I've been building this for a while, but finally feel ready to launch it. And when I ran, I created my online course. I've been working on online courses for probably the past eight months and running people through them and getting feedback, hopping on the phone with different customers, the people who took the course. I've also been just coaching homies at the same time, kind of dialing in things that work, things that don't, what people want, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of the times what I hear from folks is with the online course, what they want is some sort of accountability, community, and coaching element. So my long-term vision for this will be to run these group beat, uh, group beat boot camps, which I think would be really cool. Still figuring out whether it's six-week or eight-week, but somewhere in there, four week to eight weeks. And uh, it's like you run them all. It's like a group coaching program. So they have these deliverables, deliverables every week. You have to ship a product. You have like a new task every week. I, I kind of give you the alley-oop, but then it's up to you to do it. And then your your homies hold you accountable in the community. So that's a long-term vision. I think would be super fun to run, but I'm dialing that back a little because I still want more data. So I'm launching more of my coaching program where it'll be the course, but then have a coaching element to it. So this way I can get more hands-on, be more interactive with people as they're going through the online course, because I still battle with the efficacy of online courses when a lot of the research comes back that people don't finish the online courses. And so for me, when it's less of a money grab and more about really wanting to teach people this method and this system, which I'm still honing, but it, it's a, it's a something I'm so passionate about. I'm like determined to have people do it and get a benefit from it that just the online course, I'm going to have that and still figuring a way to run that at a price point without the coaching element, but then also implementing a more of a one-on-one -on -one approach for now as folks are going through it. And then eventually once I can have all the data and have like this enough people go through it that I've got it super dialed in and then I'm going to launch it as a group program. And I think that's going to be um, really, really dope because I have kind of the vision for it, but I'm, I want to, I just need to get more hands on first. So with that being said, what this episode is going to be about, um, not with the business takeaways, but with key is business is kind of focusing on how to start transitioning into more online courses with a coaching element and selling that kind of premium product, which I've just been learning a ton about and experimenting with. One of the big takeaways from this though, that I think is really important is finding customers. And so before, like, as I've been kind of building this out, I have this really, some really cool shit I'm stoked to talk to you guys about in a second, but I keep thinking about the power of your networks and your internal networks, where I'm thinking about customers and things of that nature. And this the, one of the takeaways that I'm gonna talk about later as well that I got from a podcast uh, with Gary, which I loved, was he was like, dude, he's like, you already have people and potential customers. He's like, you gotta ask though. Like, you gotta hit up everybody in your contacts and just ask them. And it doesn't have to be them, but say, hey, do anybody that wants to read my book? Do you have do you know anybody that wants to listen to my podcast, XYZ? And I was like, you know what? That's so true. People already know I'm into music, but they just don't realize that I'm into the courses and the coaching. So I'm just gonna hit up everybody and be like A to Z, be like, hey, I'm transitioning more into coaching and courses. If you happen to know anybody that's into making beats or interested in learning how to make music, let me know. 
because I'm at the point where my business, my real leverage is time because this is a point where I can hop on the phone, do a bunch of calls with people, intake calls, see what they're struggling with, and then either close them on the phone or if it's not a good fit for the program, at least point them towards resources. But that's what I have, right? It's not like I have a huge audience. I don't have a crazy brand or anything, but I have the time to just get one-on-one with folks and really deliver. Also with the coaching program, it's not the point where I've like scaled it that I need extra help or anything. It's like I can really get in, get gritty, and that's what I want to start doing is just hitting up folks that I already know, that already know me. I don't have to try to run ads or anything. And it is, it's a little bit awkward, I think, um, to to reach out to folks that it's been, you know, it's been a long time. But I also think switching the mindset of sales, so it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm interrupting your life, but more thinking of it as it's a program that, I, that I'm passionate about and I believe in. And so if I can think about it as providing a service, it makes it easier for me if I say, okay, you know what, this is something that I think people could really benefit from and need it makes it easier for me to put myself out there because as an introvert, that is something it, you know, I can just sit in my bubble all day and just make beats and have a blast. But at the end of the day, I realize how much of this game, no matter what it is you're doing is less about necessarily just making the art, even though that is what I love. But if you want to actually make that a sustainable business, it's the marketing element that I realize I really need to invest that time into. Um, reaching out to folks and and being very blatant, not like, hey, like, what's going on? But being, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm passionate about. And if you happen to know anybody, I'd love to work with them. Because I've been also dialing it um, in of the customers that I want to work with are adults. And I think that's why I'm making and selling of the beats to rappers got old really fast was because I just got sick of working with teenagers that want to get SoundCloud plays and want to be Drake. And I would rather work with people who one, have expendable income and two, understand the value of time and are willing to spend money on investing in something rather than just trying to get free beats. People that are like, Kia, I'm killing it now or like I have it. I actually have a career. I'm doing my thing and I want to learn this skill and I'm willing to pay you for it to help me get there. And so that has been a big unlock for me too is being like, okay, I'm actually, I'm working. It's a totally different market than the people I was selling beats to. And it's more about like adults who want to learn this as either a skill, a hobby or, or a part-time hustle, depending on how passionate they are about it. So it's actually kind of nice because those are most of the folks in my network now are adults. So that's that. Um, Another update on that with the biz side is uh, I'm going to be another interesting thing I learned was how much of the, when I talk to my students now or even homies that I'm coaching, there's a guy in my building, that's the reason I point up, his name is Jeremy, shout out you Jeremy if you listen to this, um, who I've been coaching and, excuse me, um, realizing that a lot of the times the Interestingly enough, grown men who go through the course that I talk to in the program, one of the biggest challenges is it's less necessarily like the technical how-to stuff and more about like the mindset and limiting beliefs that people have, that people don't see themselves as musicians. So they don't they don't think this is a possibility or they're like, what are people going to think? They're afraid of being really terrible at the thing. Or um, another one that happens uh, a lot is since people don't know 
since they haven't played an instrument or don't know music theory, or they think they have to know music, learn music theory, and then like learn how to play piano and then make beats or something. Or they think they need all this fancy stuff. And I was like, dude, I was like, I just make shit off my computer. I don't know shit about music theory. There's so much in technology today that like you, it, you can get up and running super fast is the best time to learn how to make beats. And so I'm going to start as I'm launching this coaching program. I've been working this past week on putting together a little promo song, a little promo video, and I want to start doing live trainings. So these are going to be just on my network right now and then possibly podcast episodes, but live trainings on Facebook with the intention of them, because this is both a podcast and these live trainings where I like to kind of show you behind the scenes of the marketing tactics that I'm doing as I'm doing it. So the the impetus behind these is going to be to really work on, yes, the how-to, like what's the software that you need? Because I'm, I want to remove as many barriers as possible so that folks are more interested in learning how to make music. So then hopefully in turn, they buy a course or hire me to coach. But the, it's less about me trying to like pitch you on the sale and more just about um, educating people on what it, what really goes into this so then they can actually make an accurate decision and less about, like I said, the technical stuff and work more on the mindset. And that's actually what I'm more passionate about anyways. Like if you look at my Instagram or anything like that, or even my Facebook, if you've been following along, I'm just super passionate about inspiration and do-it-yourself education and just do-it-yourself vibes in general that 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 aspect I think ties into my my passion for that also ties into my, my passion for music where we can talk about transients in your snare and like EQing out the high end and, and and get more technical and like sidechain compression but it's more about like this idea of following creative pursuits and that you don't have to be uh, an expert at this shit to be good enough and the importance of practice and patience and just all these like cornerstone beliefs that I believe in that actually tie into the music. So I'm going to be doing these live trainings once a week. I'm still toying with it, whether it's like mental Mondays, motivation Mondays, music Mondays, who gives a fuck, but I'm going to be going live once a week doing trainings. And so I'm launching the the new upgraded version of the, the coaching program this week. And then every Monday for the next, I'm thinking four to six weeks, we'll see how much uh, material I, I, I have. Um, I, I want to do trainings once a week that I might also flip in these podcast episodes, depending on how it goes. But just like, I get really excited thinking about education, both in the music sense, but more in this kind of like creative inspiration, um, space, which is why these podcasts are fun too. Cause it's kind of like shows you the behind the scenes on like what's working, what's not, et cetera. And that is kind of my upcoming chapter is those live trainings and rolling out the coaching program and then just going ham of like straight up sliding into DMs, asking people if they know folks that want to make beats and landing my first clients for this new program that way. And then hoping that from there, really being able to get more data for the group coaching program down the line. But that's neither here nor there. Um, and then with the podcast, this podcast is going to take a little bit of a turn where I'm going to be getting more guests on. I'm going to be interviewing more independent creatives because since I am diving more into this coaching element with the music, I want to make it at least for now the way that it started, which was a little bit more music 
oriented, creator oriented, I guess, not just music, but creator oriented to start bringing on folks who have overcome these same kind of beliefs and been successful in different areas so that I can still start helping the audience kind of see those things. And then also in turn, hopefully be inspired to learn how to make music themselves. With all of that out of the way, I wanted to uh, just give you guys the behind the scenes, what's coming up for Kia, shit that I've been working on. I put together this online boot camp workshop. It's a free workshop for folks. Uh, and then I've, I've also been building out the YouTube channel, taking either sourcing questions from Reddit or from DMs or from Quora and answering those, building up my YouTube channel. I have been working with, uh, I hired a VA and she has been amazing. Shout out to you, Lou. I've had a lot of experience with VAs in the past. Uh, some experiences better than others, but this one, man, Lou, I, I thought we would have to do a lot more training, but it's interesting that when you actually connect with somebody and you're working on projects, you have a similar vision, how easy it is. And so it's been really nice. She's been helping me edit videos and it's just been a game changer. Uh, it's also uh, an experience for me too, learning how to communicate. That has been a one of my favorite parts about hiring help and having somebody help me with all this is learning for myself how to best communicate my ideas because sometimes you can assume shit but it doesn't necessarily translate that way when you are when you write it in the email so really being more objective and learning my own communication style so that's been a cool learning experience as well but now I'm getting into the shit that you guys are actually here for. Let's talk about the takeaways from this last week. So that's Kia's life, Kia's biz coaching. What's really important though is what you're here for, the top takeaways from the week. So takeaway number one was from the Ben Greenfield podcast. This is a health podcast. This was fascinating. And after interviewing healthy old folks in their 70s and 80s, there were a couple takeaways that Ben found for his new book, which he's been promoting he shared part of this chapter on uh, longevity. And so what a lot of these old folks do or commonalities between them are they have some sort of a strength training program at least two days a week. A lot of them involve um, or also include cycling and swimming, which I thought was pretty cool. I think because both of those are relatively low impact, but also kind of full body exercises and movements. And a lot of them play a racket sport. And where this ties in, is I think because racket sports, the way that they require coordination, he was also talking about a guy that studies different parts of the brain and what keeps your brain active to uh, defend against dementia is constantly learning new shit, which is uh, my grandpa stayed sharp until he passed away. And I think he always did the crossword. He always did the times crossword puzzle. So I think always kind of learning new stuff that stimulates your brain. Also things like figure skating, dancing, learning a racket sport, playing an instrument, those things also kind of fire this part of your brain that take like tells your brain like, hey, we still need to be active because there's new shit that we got to do. You're making, you know, you're building that brain muscle. And so he says, lift, move, and sprint. And there's this, um, I talked about this a little earlier in the podcast, seven minute workout, which I've been hitting. I'll, I'll link that up. Uh, if you shoot me a message, happy to tell you about it. I've been doing that, running a circuit with that. That's like a body weight circuit, but focuses on power. Um, really cool. And it has like the science behind it on like why it's this um, ideal body weight program. But hit me up. That's cool. Uh, another one that I really liked was from Tim Ferriss. I know some of y'all feel some type of way about Tim, but Tim is my OG. That's my dude. And some questions. I really like the questions that he poses. And so one of the questions that he, he asked himself that I've been thinking about is what would I need to do to make my 10 year goal happen in the next six months? 
What would I need to do to make my 10-year goal happen in the next six months? Which I loved that because I was like, okay, that I spent some time journaling about that really helped me dial shit in. And that's what made me kick even this coaching program and everything into high gear. I was like, okay, I need to start taking this shit to the next level, like ASAP. How can I, 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 I journal out kind of where I want to be in 10 years, what, how things are looking. And then I was like, how can I just make this profitable now? Like, I think that's a beautiful part about coaching, consulting, is you can just be like, these are the skills I have. I have this network. How can I make this profitable now? And so that's where it was less about, I have this long-term play of building the audience and trying to, you know, headline big venues and be an artist, but also being like, that's great. I'm building that. But how can I dial all that down and like do that tomorrow, do that today? So that's been really interesting, kicking my ass a lot. Also, on the flip side, what's the easiest way that I can make this happen? And this is where having help with the VA from my VA Lou has been incredible because it's like, okay, I have all these things I want to do. How could I do this in a way where maybe I don't have to do all of them? And so really that helps me kind of think outside the box or even with the coaching program being like, maybe how like, who could I partner with? Like, how could I, how can I take this shit to the next level without necessarily having to do all of the heavy lifting myself? Really like that question a lot. Um, another one of my favorites that he talks about is if you aren't where you want to be, or you keep having mistakes, keep making the same mistakes, whatever is saying, what am I complicit in doing that's keeping me, that's keeping me from where I want to go? What am I complicit in doing that's keeping me from from my goals? And I was like, man, that's dope. And I think part of that comes into the introvert thing where like I'm really good at building the shit, but then the marketing of it is something where I need to step outside my comfort zone. I'm just say, okay, you know what? Today I'm reaching out to 50 people and just doing it. And that's the thing that has also been inspiring is thinking like I'm complicit is as much as I have these big dreams, there's a reason that it hasn't like bumped up to that level yet. And I think it's because when I'm ready, then I, you know, um, the saying they say is nothing changes if nothing changes. So what, what am I complicit in doing every day that's keeping me from where I want to go? Love that shit. And last but not least, let's get that YouTube energy back in here. Gary V. If you don't know Gary, what are you doing? You tripping, dog. So the last tips from Gary's that I loved, I saw some cool keynotes, were if you don't ask, you don't get. Straight up. You got to ask to get shit, and I believe it. Uh, when they say predators are only successful with 10% of their hunting, and so you got to be okay with no. Just hitting up a lot of people, getting a lot of no's. You don't need every single person to say yes. Just when an animal then catches this one thing, that 10%, that's enough to feed itself. Don't say no for the other person. So many times, all, even with this podcast, when I'm, I want to reach out to guests, I'm thinking, ah, no, I'm not big enough. They're going to say blah, blah, blah. Being like, why not just try? That comes with the asking is don't say no for the other person. Let them say no. Let them reject you. Don't come with all the risk analysis of why they aren't going to accept you, which I think is a dope way to switch the thinking. And that this is another one I talked about before, which I loved. It's less about selling and it's more about providing a service and that people believe in what they pay for so that if it is free people are going to question it and sometimes I, I still do believe in working for free don't get shit twisted but that I also believe in having more of a premium product because you aren't going to be able to compete on price as a race to the bottom shout out to Seth Godin but it's more about if you charge a premium price then people will feel good about it they feel like they're really buying a premium service 
And then they're also going to follow through with it. I found the retention for people that just, that didn't pay for my course. That I just said, hey, I want you to take this as a friend. How much they got through compared to people that would actually pay me for it. And how much more serious, if people have skin in the game and they're willing to pay money for something, they, they take it more seriously and they feel like they get a lot more from it. Pro tips. So that's the recap for the week. I like to keep these nice and short, but big things soon come from the boy for coaching. If you are interested in learning how to make music, I would love to bring you on to this program. Talk to you uh, on the phone. We can see if you're fit. If you are, if you aren't, if you aren't, I can hook you up with some dope resources. If you are, let's get you cracking, man. Why not? Why not learn how to make music? It's my favorite thing I've ever done. Stoked to share this with more folks and going to be doing some live trainings, rolling those out starting mañana. That being said, thank you for tuning in. As always, mom, no, I'm still alive. I will be coming home soon. And thank you for uh, your patience, for being my therapist. Your check is in the mail. Check you 